Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are back again with another edition of Yesterday, Today, Tomorrow with some fantastic guests. Every time we do this, it's a thrill a thrill for me. Hopefully it's a thrill for y'all. But we have a fantastic guest to uh, add to the lineup of already stellar guests that we have had on Yesterday, Today, Tomorrow. None other than Milwaukee's own The Dark Knights of Synth, Will <laughs> and Kev Bush. Government names, also known as Immortal Girlfriend. How are you brothers doing? Fantastic. Even though we've been talking forever. <laughs> How y'all been doing? Man? No, we've been doing really well. Fantastic. Nice, good. nice, nice, man. Nice. It's really dope to have y'all here, man. And um, if you're not aware of Immortal Girlfriend, they have an incredible catalog of uh, productions already. Um, I had the pleasure of seeing y'all with the Florentine Opera over at the Coopers. That oh, was yeah, mind-blowing. And you. Um, if you're not aware, you've been under a rock. They have a fantastic song in the Netflix series Wednesday. I've been waiting all my life for someone like you. My daughters love it. I love it. Everybody <laughs> loves it. This is a beautiful song, and uh, we're going to get into that later. We got some great, uh, a great Easter egg about that track. But um, let's start off. Let's take it back to the beginning, to the giddy-up. Which one of y'all is older? Well, introduce introduce yourself. Since since it's two of y'all, we want to make sure <laughs> the sure. audience could distinct distinguish. Yeah. So I'm so I'm Will. I'm the older brother of the group. Mm-hmm. Even though people lately have been saying that I look like the younger brother, so I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. So. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I know who's younger. That's that. That's really who's younger. <laughs> I'm Kevin, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the nice. younger brother of Immortal Girl. <laughs> the baby of the, the, the older baby of the world. Dope, dope. So um, tell us a little bit about growing up, y'all. Y'all, uh, Where y'all from? Yeah. Yeah, so initially born in New Jersey mm-hmm. and uh, moved to Milwaukee when we were pretty young. I was, uh, yeah, I was about seven or eight, mm-hmm. roughly. Wow, and I was and, like one. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that's that's the age. Yeah, there right. you go. Damn, right. that's a serious bro. Y'all, <laughs> y'all that far apart. You, you got this guy, man. Um, um, but yeah, we. So y'all moved from Jersey. Yeah, grew up in Milwaukee. Like for the most part, though, I feel like Milwaukee like raised us for the yeah, most man. part. Though, so I mean, at seven years old, I mean, you don't really got a ton of attachment to where yeah. you anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could live sure. anywhere, especially at, at one years old. You like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's all the same. You mm-hmm. know. Um, tell us, tell me a little bit about. When you some of your early memories of Milwaukee, I mean, you both of y'all. I mean, you obviously yeah. was a little bit older. Yeah. You was about to start multiplying pretty soon and uh, <laughs> doing long division, yep. so you was definitely yeah. a little older at that point in time. But <laughs> yeah. tell us a little bit about both of y'all. Tell us a little bit about some of your early memories of, of Milwaukee. What side of town? I, they told me not to ask a question and then ask another question, <laughs> and I did it. But tell us a little bit about where you grew up and what some of your early memories are about Milwaukee. Uh, so we grew up pretty much like north side of Milwaukee. Um, north side. Yeah, I I remember, I just remember like school. I remember uh, just the overall vibe of Milwaukee, feeling a little bit different from New Jersey. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, at least for me, like when I was growing up, elementary school, and then I went here. Um, yeah, I remember going to Bayshore Mall. Mm-hmm. I remember like high school. Uh, I went to Dominican High School. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, nice. And uh, yeah, so I remember just really just like i said it was pretty much north side of milwaukee catching buses everywhere oh, yeah. you know the so. 63 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's the one that's the one it's still, it's still i think it's yeah. still run up and down yeah. Yeah. yeah what about you okay tell us uh, a little bit early memories yeah pretty i mean we, we we're <laughs> tight-knit you know yeah. family yeah. of uh Mm-hmm. Six kids, yeah. So okay. it was like a, it was a big household, like yeah. musical, like everybody kind of either sings or dabbles in something. Yeah. So that was always a 
thing growing up. Like my mm-hmm. dad plays bass, wow, wow. my mom plays guitar, and she has yeah. a beautiful voice, and yeah. they sing and do stuff together. So that was that was a that was woven into the tapestry from like from, from day one. DNA, I For love sure. it, man. Yeah. And, and and I mean, talking to musicians over the years, that's always seemed to be the common thread. It's they everybody's parent, everybody loves music, but right. your parents is always yeah. that number one influence, and the more. Mm-hmm musically inclined they are the more seem to rub off yeah. on the children you know hopefully yeah. you know sometimes it don't but yeah. mm-hmm. but uh so you say y'all got four other siblings yes sir are y'all, where do y'all fit in that yeah so i'm i'm like second born mm. and then kevin is like fourth born so we have older brother me we got a sister kevin and then two younger sisters oh wow so you so, got three and three yeah uh, three boys, three boys. But, but spread yeah, out yeah, yeah. too right the Brady, <laughs> yeah, i was about to say uh, <laughs> which one of y'all is bob you would be bobby right? <laughs> and, and peter over there that's crazy for y'all at home google them google them but um i'm marcia yeah no i'm, I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. I seen them on a, a TV show recently, bro, and they look like they could have canes, like they that old looking, which really oh, wow. made me feel. Oh old. man, yeah. But um, <laughs> but that's wild, man. So yeah. you went to Dominican? Did you go to Dominican as well? Yeah, okay. I went there for two years, and then uh, I took online school actually mm-hmm. for the last two years, which is we could talk about that in its own. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it was very interesting because it was the early days of internet school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was doing school on the computer before COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like, um, you know, I have friends that are raising kids and they went through COVID on computers. And I was like, man, I was like, I did that, you yeah. know, to graduate high school. But it was <laughs> different. Was but older, mm-hmm. too. You, was, you said you was probably 16, 17, 15, yeah, 16 yeah. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was different back then. But, yeah, mm-hmm. man. What prompted you to do online school as opposed to in person? Uh, our family moved away. Like, mm-hmm. uh we moved from 53rd and Silver Swing yeah. to like uh, oh, okay. another part of town. And mom was like, you want to go here? Or you want to do online? And at the time I was like, I already know I want to do music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care about school. Wow. Let's just, <laughs> I'm going to stay home and play guitar that's all dope. day that is dope. and uh, knock out my schooling. And that's what I did. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Bro, that is super crazy. So I'm a real estate agent too when I'm not here. 53rd of Silver Spring? Yeah. I got a, I just, I got a listing on 53rd of Silver Spring. Oh, 5549. Wow. Straight oh, up, we right? Were, like four houses from the corner. Yeah, wow. we're five, five, three, four. Yep, bro, yeah. that's right across the street. Yeah, from where, dude, this that's is funny. nuts. Wow. That's funny. For real, uh, Carver Larry is his name. It's a two. It's a okay, right across the street from y'all. It's like yeah. that house is set back. Yeah, it's right next to that. That is nuts, bro. Wow. That's crazy. We gotta get some lottery tickets, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really wild, bro. That won't be in an interview, but <laughs> I don't think we'll see, but. Kev, you talked about being in high school and knowing you wanted to be a musician. Did mm-hmm. you, were you the same way, Will? No. I feel like for me, so right after high school, I went actually went to Myad for like a year and a half. Okay, shout out I, to Myad I, around I, the corner. I thought I, yeah, right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to do illustration at the time because I was more into just kind of sketching and drawing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember they had a representative come to Dominican. It was like our art class, and she was like, saying, hey, you could do this and do that. So I was like, I think I really want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so when I went there, I mean, first of all, I got accepted, which was already, like, kind of a miracle in and of itself. You a know, major accomplishment. You know, because right? they, you know? they only accept, like, four or 500 students from around the world, you know, mm-hmm. like every year, you know. But right. uh, so to get in there was really cool. But I feel like when I got in there, I, I really started exploring more of what my passions were. And I, at the time, I was like, I thought – drawing was my thing but i saw people there that were in there that were so good 
And it wasn't that it was a discouragement for me at the time, but I was just like, I'm just curious if there's something else I might be interested in. Right. So I remember after about like a year and a half, I dropped out. Mm. Uh, then I went over to MATC for a little bit, for almost like a year and a half, and mm. I'm studying different uh, visual communications and computer stuff. And mm. I was like, I still feel like this isn't it. Then after that, I just kind of dropped out and started playing guitar. And mm. so I, I was I was probably the late bloomer in my family as wow. far as coming to music. So I was around 19 when I first started playing guitar and just Jeez. just kind of trying to get a, f a feel for music. But I, I felt a little more driven to do it. It, it was funny because I was pretty introverted. Mm. <laughs> but right. uh, Well, that's, that's a that seemed to be a common thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think sometimes you got so much... I mean, I'm not a shrinker, you know, <laughs> but, but it's like it's inside of you and it comes out yeah. some way or another. Yeah. You know, so but, I feel like the only thing I knew was I was like, I think I'm an artist. So I think I was like, at the end of the day, I think I'm an artist no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I think I want to follow the artist's path. So for me, I did, the way I look at it is I kind of changed mediums. I was like, OK, I went from, you know, pen and paper or, you know, sketching and stuff like that and pencils and stuff to just music mm -hmm. and so a little bit after that i feel like we were we started playing in a band together wow with two other friends of ours mm -hmm. so we went around we were playing like screamo music yeah i was yeah. barely able to play guitar barely able to hit these notes but so i was in eighth grade those bands are pretty yeah. similar oh you yeah. was okay yeah you yeah. years apart yeah. right yeah <laughs> yeah oh, and he, he it was funny because him at 13 years old he was like the best member of our band <laughs> oh, wow. the most technical that's yeah. dope though i mean i, I yeah. think that uh that speaks to y'all uh the dynamic there because yeah. you know what i mean it's like if y'all i mean uh, i think of gago Inoni, they brothers oh you right know what i mean and yeah. they work together well and i think it's an age difference between them as well you yeah. know so sometimes that could bear some fruit you know what i mean yeah. i got a younger brother we when we was them ages we wasn't doing anything together, oh for sure know? So, um, and that's dope that you went to, you know, you went to art school and it just showed you, I do want to be an artist. Maybe yeah. just not this type of artist, man. That's, you know what I mean? That's why I feel like it was. Cause I felt in, in, in general, like a kinship to everybody there, you mm -hmm. know, everyone. And even at Maya, there was different studies. So there's people that are specifically for illustration. Mm -hmm. Some more was more for figure drawing. Some was more for industrial design and like, like sculpting Architect and architectural okay. yeah, stuff. Yeah. So just seeing all that stuff and being around that stuff, I feel like was good, informative for me so that I knew um, pretty much the direction that I wanted to go, you know, and mm -hmm. it was, some of it was instinctual, but I, the other part of it was just learning, just being around saying, hey, this is an option. And it's like, hey, that, that doesn't fit. Then it's cool because yeah. I feel like when you know what you want to do, when you don't know what you want to do, you almost have to keep getting hit with stuff that you don't want to do yeah, you know absolutely. what i mean like so absolutely. and then you're like hey okay i think i'll you know it kind of helps guide you no that's some that's some profound wisdom dude because i mean you know a lot of times we don't you know i know people myself sometimes yeah. you know what i mean i took me a few it's, it's, i had to figure out what i don't want to do absolutely almost to figure out what i yeah. do you know what i mean so that's yeah. that self-awareness is huge man mm -hmm. I, I love that i think people need to be willing to look at themselves in the mirror at any age. Kids, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. am I doing? I tell my daughter, I got little kids, I tell them that, like, think about, you know, look at yourself and think, yeah. you know? Um, That's good. How did y'all, uh, so you said y'all were in the Screamo band. Yeah. 
Talk to me a little bit about the music y'all listened to okay. when y'all were little dude. When you got the opportunity yeah. to play music, yeah. what were you listening to? And that's a two-part question. How did, yeah. And how did y'all get to this school? I really want to know that. <laughs> so, so first, tell us about, well, tell us a little bit about your first musical influences, and then we yeah. can get to the screamo, because I'm fascinated okay. by that. You know? Okay, so I feel like for us growing up, huge WWE fans, you know okay. what I mean? Like, And they would always be playing like rock bands of various types all over like their pay-per-views, you know, mm -hmm. so. Um, yeah, so, WrestleMania 17. Yeah, you know. That song was My Way by Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, like, and Fred, so, so it, to Fred yeah. Durst. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, they had those cut, he had to cut with Red Man and DJ Premier. It was yeah. fire, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Ahead, I'm sorry. And Exhibit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, And Snoop Dogg, actually. DMX, all of them. Yeah, everybody, man. Yeah, uh, it was but, big, uh, big budgets in the nineties. Yeah, big great, big uh, oh, record yeah. label budgets in the nineties. <laughs> but I feel like that had an influence just for us because well, I mean, we grew up listening. I grew up for me. I remember distinctly when when we moved to Milwaukee. I remember listening to um, Nirvana for like the first time and mm. just listening to alternative rock. I remember getting this uh, this little Walkman that I had mm. and just listen to the radio and just like listen to all these different stations. And mm. during that time, I feel like I became a fan of just kind of alternative rock and like all these alternative bands like Bush and oh, yeah, uh, like I said, Nirvana and Goo Goo Dolls and Stone Temple Pilots, yeah, all that Google stuff that Dolls was being Google Dolls are playing. very underrated. Yeah. Uh, train, yeah. these dudes, yeah. they got, I mean, they yeah. might be corny or yeah. whatever, but these no, guys are... Talented ass musicians and the to Sup sing the singers, superb songwriters. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. You know what I mean. And yeah. so I got really into that. Lincoln Park was big, like mm -hmm. when I was in high school. Okay. So I feel like that kind of almost segued into our uh, screamo years of oh, yeah. like just sure. the hey, angsty. Got, uh, Jay Z did an album with. Yeah. Him, you know what I mean. Yep. I, the people don't forget about that part of Jay Z's yeah. catalog. But Lincoln Park was red hot and. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace to Chester, Chester yeah. Bennington, of course. You know, Definitely. that was super tragic. But Definitely. but that's fascinating. That, that's super dope. And I think that's yeah. a good point, especially for the hyphen listeners. You know, we got to, I mean, we aren't just listening to just R&B and hip hop yeah. or whatever the case may be. You know, we we actually expand out into these different genres of yeah. music. I've been like that my whole life, dude. And yeah. it's always been a... I always, it's always been like a little tuck thing, like oh yeah, yeah. no, nah, I'm, yeah. I'm the only person, I'm the only black dude at this Kings uh -huh. of Leon concert. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> I, I was legit was. I went mm -hmm. to see him at the rave first album. They only had one album out, okay. rocking, rocking. Yeah. That, that shit was heavy to me. I yeah. loved it, and uh, yeah. and I was the only black dude there, straight up. Yeah, straight yeah. up. I was looking, For sure. you know, so, <laughs> uh, only one that wasn't working that day. You know what I mean? But but um, but that's dope, man. And I think that's yeah. important to, to share with people. You know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. tell me a little bit about your early musical memories well i would say like our older brother steve he mm -hmm. was a, just a music head from the jump and so yeah. he whatever he was listening to yeah. i mean i wasn't old enough to even cut grass to make money yet so right, right. i mean that's how they were buying cds so i yeah. just hey can i borrow that whatever you just bought from sam goody mm -hmm. <laughs> and it'd be <laughs> a, a compilation <laughs> album or whatever and mm -hmm. like that's how I consumed it. It was like slightly before LimeWire and yeah. like oh, before you could you know, get everything. Right? Yeah, so it was like <laughs> yeah, hard hard copies of yes. CDs. Back when you had to buy music, yeah, right, <laughs> it wasn't this man, man, I, mean, uh, I still got a stack of CDs in the basement collecting dust. You've yeah. seen all them CDs up there. I oh yeah. Think, I don't even know if when they'll be opened again. If we'll yeah. even be alive when that happened, but but it'll come back around. I'm sure. Being on the younger end of the spectrum of kids, you got a lot of stuff from your older siblings. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And uh, they like the coolest people you know, right? I mean, yeah. I and the music was cool. Like, yeah. 
Daft Punk Discovery mm-hmm. that album yeah. was like mm-hmm. it's was still one of the it's one of my favorites of all time yes, uh, yeah. like the you know early 2000s was such a it was a really special time for yeah. music yeah man um and uh yeah just a lot of that oh yeah just what was um LCD sound system mm-hmm. and My Chemical Romance, you know yep. Moby and all yep. that kind of, mm-hmm. you know. What yeah. I mean? Moby get shitted on, but he, he ain't that bad. But but yeah. that was the that was that type of music, and that yeah. leads me to the Dark Knights of Synth. <laughs> how did y'all? Where, when did y'all? When did you guys? You you talked about it earlier, Will, mm-hmm. about how you guys decided to form a band together or be yeah. in a band together. Yeah. When did you guys decide to foray out? on your own and collaborate as, you know, just you two. Yeah, I feel like that was probably around like 2010, 2011 where we were done with that uh, that, that previous band and mm. it was just Kevin and I and we just had like laptops mm. and like really bad speakers mm. in our parents' basement. And right I was on. like, dude, let's just, but we were like heavy in like Daft Punk and you know, just a lot of the French house of mm. that time, you know, okay, so yeah. we're just, and I was starting at that time. I was starting to look, kind of listen to bands that were coming up, that were having some of this synthy sound to them, like mm. M83, mm. Uh, the Naked and Famous, mm. um, Churches. You know, bands like uh, around like the I feel like 2013, 2014 time. Uh, so a couple years after that, I think around 2016. No, I we, so right before Mortal Girlfriend, we did a little project. It was called Ari Armada. And it was just him and I, and R-E-S. How, it was like A A R I, and then it was A R M A D A. Okay. okay. Uh, so that was the name of the project, and it was us just kind of exploring a more branched out, like a more electronic, synthy kind of alternative rock mm-hmm. uh, palette. Instrument, so, instrumental. It, it we no we had some songs like we put a we. we we scrapped them now, but the, a lot of them <laughs> yeah, were on sound. From the internet. They were on SoundCloud at the time. Oh, uh, y'all pull, y'all. Pulled that that them, was huh? yeah. That was okay. like the only. I feel like that was the only major free like streaming site. So we just we were just putting these kind of ideas on SoundCloud, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just and to see, um, see what stick kind of thing. Right? And then so, uh, so we we had played maybe like a couple gigs as that band, and it was kind of a, we were kind of doing a lot, uh, and then but around. I guess with that project, we were able to, we went out to the studio around 2016 and we met this producer that was out there and it was this spot out in Landon, Wisconsin, which is, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like by Menominee Falls. Yeah, a little bit yeah. Uh, north. Yeah. Yep, headed north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little between West Bend area. Yep. yep, I know the turf. And What's so, up, Landon? Right. Uh, Landon hmm. Stone, that's what a lot of houses yeah. in Milwaukee yeah, yeah. made out of, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Landon Quarry. I've been, yep. ever been to Landon Quarry? Yeah, yeah man. It's amazing. It's live up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I digress. Go ahead, Will. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, so we went out to the spot. We met this producer that was there. He liked what we were doing. Mm. Uh, he liked it enough that he, he, he thought we would actually make good producers it and so he for a little bit of time he kind of hired us on to help him with mixes and um and then from that we just kind of got to know him over a few months and then yeah got a friendship out of that and then you're getting valuable yeah uh, studio knowledge and just like being around like uh just the like I guess the people that were there, you know, like his clients and just seeing how he had it set up and how he kind of built it from nothing. Mm. Um, but what su- studio is that? Do we want to give him a shout out? Or- uh, <laughs> well, at the time, it was called Anton Music Productions. It was like Amp 
I got to get you. Yeah, he's calling oh, okay, F Milwaukee. Okay. <laughs> yeah, shouts out to Tony, Tony yeah. Schuler. He was What's up, Tony? Was okay, I'm, I hope um, he's still out here uh, collecting it. I'm sure he's still. The engineers no, always work. They yeah, always no, work. he he he's stayed working. working. He ended mm -hmm. up he he ended up moving down to Austin like oh, soon after. Oh, so he's definitely working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he definitely, or at least got the opportunity to. That's so, so from there, uh, we like we were actually able to take over his studio space, and mm. that was kind of the start of this project. So when we took over that space. I just had an idea for this super 80s sounding Depeche mm -hmm. Mode inspired mm -hmm. like project. That was something I wanted to kind of get out there. And um, I think I feel like online at the time, the genre of synth wave was becoming big, like mm -hmm. on like YouTube and just a lot of blogs and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I was like, maybe we could just make a project in that vein just because we were in that space. And I was like, I think it would only make sense that since we're, we're, we have this studio to, just to make yeah. a project. Yeah, you, you got know, the so. ability to experiment around yeah. and and, uh, and and create on your own. I mean, you know, I told y'all earlier, I used to do music back in the day, and it was mm -hmm. a whole different thing, studio time yeah. and uh, X amount of dollars an oh, hour yeah. and all of that. Yeah. Like that mm -hmm. that, that, yeah. uh, that kind of stunts your creativity, yeah. whereas you guys are on the opposite, where you yeah. had the studio and all the time yeah. in the world, which make you... Let's go back and do that again. Let's do that again. Let's scrap mm -hmm. that. You know what yeah. I mean? That's, mm -hmm. that's important as an artist to be able to not have to be, well, I spent this money on this amount of time. Right. I gotta, this has yeah. got to be what it is. You know, yeah. you can, being able to scrap some stuff is not a mm -hmm. bad thing, uh, musicians out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dope. So y'all formed a mortal girlfriend out of working in the studio. What yeah. was, uh, when you put out your first tracks and projects, what mm -hmm. was that? What was that? Like, uh, were you awaiting a response, or what was the the initial project that you guys released? What was sure. that? What was the vibe like? Response yeah. from that. Uh, so yeah, we put out Daybreak. It was like uh, summer of like 2017. We mm -hmm. put out Daybreak, mm -hmm. and it was just a little six song EP. Uh, you know, I had some ideas. I'm like, Kev, you know, like, do you hear anything on this? You know, and so we started collaborating on these songs. We put them out. Just once again dropped it on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. And uh, didn't think much of it. Right. Um, and then I think a few months later was when I think uh, Tariq reached out. And mm -hmm. he was like, he just kind of messed me. He's like, hey, you know, like, I'm, I'm loving the music. I'm like, cool. You know, like, one of the DJs from the radio station, right. you know. Shout out to Tariq Moody, yeah. the architect. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He put it together. Then it was probably like a, maybe a week or two after that where he was playing the daybreak song on the on the air and i'm like man like our songs our songs on the radio that is dope so, it was right, wild to too like yeah. uh because i remember we used to plug our phone into the car and listen to mixes and stuff yeah. while we mm -hmm. drive around mm -hmm. yeah and nobody's phone was connected but we were hearing daybreak and i'm like yeah. what like is oh it, they're he's playing like, is this off your phone i'm like no this <laughs> is like, on the radio we were, uh, we were geeks it was cool yeah. it was a cool like cool moment, moment. that's yeah. a moment that was the yeah. first time y'all obviously first yeah. time you heard your song on the radio yeah, yeah. see that's a that's a yeah. moment man that's that's a huge thing even if it's no matter yeah. what scale it's on yeah. or who's playing it or what time of day it's just yeah. a huge uh well and this was 2017 yeah it was like yeah. summer 2017 um and then I think the fall of that year, we got an opportunity to play like a, a Halloween show, and that was our first show. Mm. Uh, we played at Quarters. Yeah, wow. over, over, Quarters. Over, yeah. Shout out to Quarters. Yeah. Uh, there was ten people in there. It was yeah. packed. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love Quarters, and, and yeah. Quarters is a. Uh, you know, we laugh about it, but Quarters has been around at least thirty years that I know yeah. of. And I mean, I know a lot of artists that 
Yeah. A lot of different people that can, mm-hmm. that you know experiment or working a way out of it. That's a yeah. great place to start, man. And Definitely. it's still around. You Definitely. Know what I mean? It's uh, cool. I was there this summer. Uh, Steve Watkins was DJ. Shout out to uh, Infotech was DJing there. But uh, nice. that's dope. That's dope. Let's talk a little bit about Milwaukee and and the music scene. Yeah. And I mean, y'all touched on it a little bit, but talk about mm-hmm. what it's like being a musician in Milwaukee. Or do you do you look at Milwaukee as where you live, and do you reach more globally with your music? Or just talk to us a little bit about the community at large and and how they support you guys. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I feel like uh, through the studio in Landon when we were out there, we like met a lot of artists and got to work yeah. with a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. And I, my biggest takeaway was like, I think Milwaukee is a great place to like, if you're coming out of obscurity mm-hmm. and like you want to like start playing live and like build a buzz in a community, like the 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 music community is very like open to dope music mm-hmm. and like accepting of like new things yeah. um so i think it's a great like uh like foundation place mm-hmm. to like start yeah, something I, you I, know i agree yeah. man i mean uh you know i mean we got a you know we got artists like you guys that are mm-hmm. nash you know global phenomenons mm-hmm. or whatever however you want to put it but i mean coming out of milwaukee and i yeah. mean it's that's really dope what you said because we do a lot of live obviously a lot of live stuff in here and we have a lot of different genres of music, a lot of different styles of music, and it's mm-hmm. a lot, and it's Milwaukee stuff. You know what I mean? So I think it's 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 put us on the scale with every other major city, but it's also a uniqueness to it because oh, yeah. it's, it's Milwaukee, which is a whole another planet. You know? What I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, who are some of the um, who are some of the artists that you work with from the area that we might be familiar with, or not? Just different artists that you worked with in the past. I'm trying to think, we worked with uh, you know Mario Lanza. Mm. Real Lanza? Yeah, yeah Real yeah. Lanza. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, I remember yeah, we, were, we were working with him early on. Um, and he's in a, a band as well as being a solo. What yeah. is, do you know yeah. the band that he's yeah, in? De La Luz. Yeah, De La Luz. Yes, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's dope, dope. Yeah, Shout no, out to he, Real Lanza. He's dope. Super yeah. talented. No, for real. Um, I'm trying to think of who else we were working oh, with. Oh, Valerie Lightheart? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I produced her first two EPs, yeah. actually. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dopeness. Shout out to Valerie Lightheart. Beautiful voice. And we, it's funny because we met her. She's starred in our first uh, music video for Daybreak actually mm. she just got she was like cast in there mm. by the director and oh, um, yeah. and yeah. so that's how we met her was just via and, like and our, 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 our music wow. our, yeah, our music video so yeah but that was cool working with her Jeez. Um, are there yeah. uh, are there artists in the city that you want or not even so much the city tell me some artists that you would love to work with as far as producing and and, and uh Helping them create a project, hmm. not let me come to your studio and record, but like right, let's sure. work on something together. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think. I've always wanted to work with Lord, like uh, like Royals. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you could call me Queen B. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes, And I, I, I yeah. put that in the back of my yeah. mind as something, and it's still, it could still happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you know? for sure. He's been saying that um, for a minute. It'll what's happen. crazy? I seen her uh, at. Uh, her and Run the Jewels at the Bradley Center oh, years ago. Nice. I was like, Run yeah. the Jewels? I'm going. I, yeah. I had always wanted to see him, but it was yeah. a uh, billing, but it was, it was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was super fun. Yeah. Lord, cool. yeah, man. Is she, yeah. Uh, what about you, Will? I'm trying to think artist wise. Um, is there anyone I've said recently? I mean, it might even be like a rock band. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be dope to even work with. Um, 
you know, a band like Linkin Park or even Korn on like mm. some kind of hybrid stuff. You mm. know what I mean? I, like that's that's mm-hmm. almost my, you know, I, I'm I feel like I'm very open right now. Um, and shout out to Korn. They, they, yeah. they, I mean, a lot of people kind of, you know, we, we like, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like a punchline or something, yeah. but they yeah. work with Ice Cube yeah. and uh, Q-Tip yeah. on Q-Tip yeah. solo album. I mean, they, yep. you know what I mean? There's some, it's something there more than yeah. just what we see, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But, but uh, yeah. Korn, is, Korn mm-hmm. is a double. What are you listening to right now? What artists are you listening to? You get it? You know, okay. what artists are you excited about right now? Uh, lately, hmm. I've, I've uh, actually gone back. I was listening to the M83. Like, they put mm-hmm. out like a album like i think last year or a couple years ago it's uh were they just in town or are they coming to town maybe i'm, I'm not up. yeah i'm not sure when they'll be but mm-hmm. i've been listening to like that the, that latest album i've been kind of inspired by that uh, i've been listening to um actually like more like soundtrack stuff you know mm. i've been listening to different composers like listening to like the tenant soundtrack and like oh wow yeah yeah man. like Hans zimmer and stuff like that okay, you know yeah, so man. i that stuff's kind of been inspiring me in like just other ways too, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that that what's um, speaking of that, that you made me think of what's my guy's name from the dead Miami Vice. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, um, boom, 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 or is that uh, what is it? It's a Jan Hammer. Is that who I'm thinking of? Ma- maybe. But, but Miami Vice was I, I, okay. when you said Hans okay. Zimmer made me okay. think of this guy. Okay. I think his name yeah. is Jan Hammer. He okay. did. Uh, Miami Vice, like yeah. the score. Okay. Yeah. That was like a number yeah. one album in the yeah. 80s, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. About, you know? I want to touch on this. Um, um, what's next for you guys? You mentioned uh, you might, you uh, you listen to a lot of soundtracks. And yeah. I've, have, have, am I correct? You guys have done some film work, some scoring of films before? Yeah, like, so we just recently, like, we're just wrapping up uh, this indie like crime documentary, actually. Mm. And um, it's. Uh, it's our first score. It's our first like official score for like a full length movie, you know. Wow. So it's been cool to work on, and it's been interesting just to be a part of the process, you know, just to deliberately put um, music to picture. And so it's, um, but it's an important story, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean, I, we look forward to when it releases. Uh, just talking more about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me, I'm fascinated by that. The whole yeah. scoring of a film. How does that? Yeah. What is that? Are you literally watching scenes and kind of like playing? You know what I mean? Is that yeah. literally what it is? Tell, yeah. tell me. Explain. Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, so, I feel like we've done we've done this in parts, and like the, I, I guess the way that we've done it, I'm not sure if it's like common because this is our first film you know so mm-hmm. i don't know if this is exactly how like other uh composers do this uh but we would just take ideas uh we were just kind of we we're just watching a lot of the uh film mm-hmm. and we we're just taking we we're just make a piece of music you know mm. like and just kind of making like these little ideas along the way wow. and as we've been um as the film's been coming together and we've been putting more of the music to the picture We've just been, um, yeah, literally just sometimes just sitting in front and just kind of playing along and uh, really, that's dumb. Uh, that's really so dumb like, to re- yeah, really adding some of the life to it in real time. And I feel like that kind of makes a difference in the way that we, when we go back and watch it, um, the emotion is it's way more tied to it. It doesn't feel like oh, this is just some beat I made that we're throwing in. Mm-hmm. It felt more emotional and more like a living breathing piece of uh 
like work, a piece of like music. That is dope. It's almost like uh, um, I think of this in like hip hop production terms. Like sometimes you write to the beat, right. and sometimes you come in with a prepared yeah. thing. You actually yeah. writing to the beat to yeah. some degree. Yeah, that is I mean, fascinating. Bro. Like I said, I want to see how that's done. It, it, it was a, it was a mix. It was a, it was a mix of that because early on, I think we just give general ideas, general yeah. like vibes. Maybe mm-hmm. like thirty tracks. Yeah, and okay. it's like, and then later on, we take the stems from them and like, right, we'll take just the pad from this, yeah. and then Ooh. some of the percussion, yeah. and then we'll like layer it and like, you take it apart or because a lot of the music we made before wasn't. Isn't just thrown in like and yeah. playing. It's like it's stripped into pieces and right. yeah. layered. Because there's certain parts where it's, it's not just like 45 straight seconds. Right. You got to pull and put, you yeah. know, yeah. copy, cut and paste or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That is dope. And so you, when you're doing this, I got 800 questions about that. <laughs> when you're doing, um, when you're working on the score, you obviously watching a film with no music. Mm-hmm. That's got to be just tripped out. I think people don't realize how how it, important the nuance of just little. A little bit of music in certain yeah. films just asked when you don't think about it in the time, but mm-hmm. but um, it's a major difference. Like, like to see all of those scenes now with all the music, it's like man, all the emotions there, and it's yeah. I, I'd say that's a that's a that's probably the most rewarding part about it is seeing how much. Um, I don't know. I guess I was never good at math <laughs> growing up, <laughs> right. so the idea of problem solving. Um, I like to be able to do it with music. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like it's solving a problem. Like, the problem is, like, what matches this picture? You know, and it's the same thing with syncing songs to, you know, on a TV show or something like that. Yeah, is man. what is the perfect song or what is a song that can convey an emotion to what you're seeing? Because, so, like, you can have something on screen that, um, you know, it, it looks a certain way, like it might look happy, but if you have like sad music under it, mm-hmm. it can change the mood of it, you know? Totally. So mm-hmm. it's it's cool to be able to problem solve in that sense and be able to make this equation of like what you hear and what you see that match or what you hear and what you see that makes you feel a certain emotion. That is huge, yeah. man. That's And, and uh, I mean, that's why they give an Academy Award for it because it's Absolutely. so huge. It's, so, Absolutely. It's, a, it's a huge component, but people, it's, you know, it's like... Music in general, take it away from some of these things mm-hmm. and see how entertaining commercials yeah. are or films yeah. are without that layer. You know, I mm-hmm. think about uh, classic films like The Godfather. You know what I mean? You got whole right. scenes without a word yeah. in them, but you get so much emotion from it just based, you know, the whole thing with the oranges. I don't think anybody's spoken that right. when he got shot, you know? Yeah. But the music is, you know, Ennio exactly. Morricone and all of these guys. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I know a couple. I know a couple <laughs> of these guys by name. But um, that's super dope, man. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Can you tell us any more about when that we could expect to see that? Or So I'm not sure when it's officially going to release, uh, but it's a project. Uh, I think she said we could talk about it. So it's called It's called Cycle. It's being done by uh, Lionheart Media. Yeah, it's it's a it's a story about uh, like a, a police brutality situation that happened in 2019 in, in Racine. Yeah, really. Racine. Uh, Tyrese West. Yeah, is, is the name the, of the, the kid. Bi- the kid on the bike with yeah. the bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it was right before the George Floyd stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it speaks man. to the whole thing. Like, yeah. It's 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 fascinating. Wow. How do y'all? How does that come about? Is it just your network of people? Just that was actually it was via a show. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the director, she saw us at a show, and she was like, do you guys want to work on this? Like, the, you know, it was kind of a perfect timing kind of a deal, mm-hmm. you know? So, timing is everything, um, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, that was just a networking thing, like, via just even just going out and playing a show. And, 
yeah, I mean, I feel like we're we're big believers in like whatever you like, um, you create more opportunity even just by putting something out or just by going out in the world and doing a thing. Mm-hmm. I think you because people can know of you, but if they're reminded of you, like, oh, like you guys are still doing this thing or whatever. Oh yeah, you, you always make more opportunity for sure. For so, sure, so um, we're grateful for it. No doubt, man. I mean, sometimes uh, being in the being. Uh, visible is is just yeah. as important as the talent itself because there's people Absolutely. out here that's highly visible that don't Absolutely. have as much ta- quote unquote talent as you would expect you know yeah. or you can be like a DJ Khaled or somebody who doesn't who doesn't necessarily sing or rap or mm-hmm. any of that but he curates this stuff you Absolutely. know what I mean and, and people Absolutely. are attracted to that man yeah. you know um, so just being out there and performing, I mean, everybody out there that's, that's listening, you you never know who's watching or who's in the yeah. audience or who's mm-hmm. recording or where you're going to end up. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you guys didn't expect, you, I mean, you did a song with Felix Ames a couple uh-huh. of years ago, and now Felix yeah. Ames is over here, yeah. and y'all over here, and yeah. this, the song is out there. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful how that worked out, man. Yeah. Man, I could go on and on. I got two, I got two more questions <laughs> All here. All right, man. cool, two more. cool. Well, We're maybe just one. It. So you guys work together, obviously, as a mortal girlfriend, but mm-hmm. you both have done projects individually, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us yeah. a little bit about your individual. Okay, I got to, let me, okay, so <laughs> the yeah. overarching theme is tell me about mm-hmm. that, but yeah. talk to me about what it's like to create a project without your brother, or, oh, or, sure. or how the hell, mm. does that, how does that work? <clears throat> or are you guys working together anyway with one another? And mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about working as individuals, even though you both together are a mortal girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I it's interesting because I feel like it's changed over time. Like, at least initially, early on, when we were just making Immortal Girlfriend, it was just ideas that I was kind of bringing over to him, mm-hmm. and I'd have maybe lyrics and stuff like that, and then we just kind of record it, and that would be that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like after, when we worked on, like, the Ride EP, our second EP, it was more, like, a collaborative. Like, he'd bring an idea, and I'd maybe sing over it and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or we'd both work on something together. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, so that's kind of where it's at now, where we were just bouncing ideas back and forth. And mm-hmm. but we both decide like, hey, this is like going to be this for this project or, you know, it's kind of like a collaborative effort in that sense. Right. And then we will work on those ideas and develop them and, you know, eventually put them out. So it's never like, hey, this is for my project. Y'all just working and working right. with ideas. And you're I mean, like, oh, I got seven or eight songs yeah. that, I, that I could just put on this. So it's all, but y'all always working together. Yeah. Y'all yeah. get it. Y'all get on each other. No, no, no. Like, I mean, I need a break from this guy. Late. <laughs> I mean, lately, lately we've been branching. We've been branching off and doing our own separate projects. So mm-hmm. that's where I I started working on Black Challenger around 2020, mm. and it was really just an instrumental project you know where i kind of live now I, i'm putting more of a like character to that project mm, you know okay. um but and then he started working on his solo matthew stuff where mm-hmm. it's just it, it's just i feel like it's just separate expression like we come together for the ig stuff but mm-hmm. i think um even with that like to have your own individual expression i feel like is important yeah. for any artist and i'm sure it fuels the when you guys do reconvene yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. you want to everybody can uh you love somebody set them free or yeah right right them, right, you know right. Some, some of y'all brothers y'all love each other, i'm sure but, but tell, yeah. go ahead okay tell us no, a little uh, bit about you uh so we matthew we love uh we love fine <laughs> we very fond of your project <laughs> you know cool. I mean? <laughs> but uh tell us a little bit about working as a as an individual artist 
Well, I feel like for Matthew, I wanted to do something like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a big Bon Iver fan. Oh, like, yeah. So that was kind of an influence. But I also wanted to make, like, I love trap music, like trap mm-hmm. beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really the patterns and really not the lyrics. Like right, the right, beats. Because, right. like, that double time. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so that project was really me making, like, an organic trap so I like recorded all these drum samples, mm-hmm. and because I, I wanted this drumline sound, mm-hmm. yeah. and then I was like, I'm gonna sing my folk songs mm-hmm. on top of it, and yeah, that's kind of mm-hmm. how the sound was. And, and I'll shoot stuff to him like, Hey, yeah. what do you think of what I'm working on? And mm-hmm. yeah. he'll, or, or that's dope, whatever that. Yeah. Like, you know, I mixed the his second album. Like, oh. yeah. so we're very much involved yeah. in each other's. No, it's never like a separate. Yeah. Even, yeah. Though yeah. even though this is my project or I'm working mm-hmm. on this alone, we still, y'all family, so yeah. of course you're going to yeah. cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's super dope, man. Yeah. Super dope. Oh mm-hmm. my God, man. Okay. This has been another edition of Yesterday, Today, Tomorrow. I could talk to these brothers all day, but they looking at their watches. They got shit to do. No, <laughs> they got stuff to do. And, uh, and uh, maybe we could continue this some other time because yeah, I, I, when we yeah, when we, I finish these, all, it's always more that I want to do. Definitely. And I think maybe we can reconvene. Yeah. Maybe once the film comes out, we could yeah. talk again. Maybe meet up somewhere else and do this again. You know, yeah. talk a little further. But, yeah. but um, man, it's been another edition of Yesterday, Today, Tomorrow with the super talented, super humble, great answers, great interview. <laughs> My brothers from Immortal Girlfriend, Will and Kev Bush. Man, it's been a thrill. Thank y'all for coming through, man. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank you. It's been a mortal girlfriend yesterday, today, tomorrow. Make sure you follow them on IG, the Dark Knights, the Synth, Facebook, Immortal Girlfriend. I'll give out their phone numbers later. Um, hit them up. But for real, thanks, y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. It's another edition of yesterday, today, tomorrow. We will holler at y'all next time. Peace.